Hello everyone, this is Dovi Shapiro, and today I will be interviewing Rabbi Shlomo Elkan, Shliach to Oberlin, Ohio, and Oberlin College, on the topic of tech tips and Snapchat specifically. Um, I just want to, say, I want to say thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule to share your experiences and help Shluchim have more atzlach on their Shluchas. Before we begin, I would like to thank our sponsors, Leasing Direct, Fassman Jewelers, and Machon Stam. Thank you for making the podcast available to all Shluchim. So let's get right to it. Today, Snapchat is extremely popular and it's only getting more popular. And uh, younger and younger people are using it, specifically, I, I believe, um, in the age of um, you know, YJP and down, which it could include college students, it could include um, your C-teens, even younger ages today. Um, I don't know much about it. I want to hear from you um, so you could share with the Shluchim who are still trying to figure out what is this thing, Snapchat, or even if someone knows how to use it, how could they use it um, to, the, to the fullest, um, and how is it different than Facebook. So, but before that, I just want to uh, – uh, last year we did a great interview with you on the, the topic of tech tips, and I'm curious – are there any like new tech tips that have recently come out or that you're using and, and you have been really benefiting from it? Sure. So there's two, two other programs that I'm using, or web, web-based programs. Uh, one is Canva, which has become quite popular. So a fair amount of Shluchim are already using them. It's a very basic uh, graphic design uh, platform online, Canva, C-A-N-V-A. Dot com and it allows for some really nice images and it already has custom sizes for Facebook banners, flyers, posters, things like that. You can import your own images and it has a bunch of stock images uh, for free and then a few others that you could purchase. And it's really simple. It's just drag and drop and click. So that's one. And the other one that I recently started using is uh, called Streak, S-T-R-E-A-K. And it's a Google extension for Gmail. And it allows for you to not only track all of your emails so you can see who's opening them and when, um, which is a very nice feature, but it also gives you the opportunity to do a mail merge right within Gmail. (coughs) So you're not getting the uh, challenge of MailChimp where it's going into the wrong tab or things like that, but it's also personally addressed and there's templating uh, available to you. Uh, so you can make a nice-looking email as well beyond just text. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, I think that's really important for Shluchim because I, I feel like it used to be very complicated to try to uh, all these different ways how to send out mass emails, but that's individualized um, and not through constant contact. And to have this now as a Google extension, it's a big deal. Yeah, it's really simple. All you have to do is have basically an Excel a, a CSV file. You upload it, and it populates everything for you. It's really, really simple to use. For some people, what you just said does not make any sense. So can you just share um, what, what, what do you mean by that, by a CSV, whatever? A CSV file, it's basically a format of an Excel file. So when you go to save your Excel file, you can you do save as, and when you click the type. You don't want to save it as an Excel file. You want to save it as this CSV file, which to you as the user, it means nothing. It's just a formatting on the back end, uh, how it formats it, and it allows it to be imported really easily into Streak. And then, like I said, it will just put in all the information that you have, so their name, you know, dear Mr. So-and-so, dear Mrs. So-and-so, and it will populate it right into 
the email for you. So it's just how you're saving. Uh, Got it. Okay. Good file. That makes sense. Um, okay. Um, great. It's always it's always good to hear from you, Slomo. The latest uh, out there in tech, how you know we, we how, how we can utilize it for our shluchas. So let's go let's go on to Snapchat because I think that's going to um, be a whole conversation for itself, and I think that a lot of shluchim could benefit from it. Um, if uh, if they hear from you, how it could be utilized to the fullest. So, um, just start with what is what is Snapchat. If if a doesn't have Snapchat, and I think it would be a great idea if someone is listening to this to download Snapchat, um, download the app, and then play around with it and just kind of get get be a, a little familiar with it. So you're not just hearing it from Shlomo, where some you know it's total Chinese, um, but that it's it's making sense. But I think Shlomo has a way of explaining it where where We'll all get it. Sure. So what Snapchat is is an app for any of your smartphones, your iPhones, your Androids, all of that kind of stuff. It is a, it's a type of social media platform, uh, albeit a little bit different than your Facebooks and your Twitters. Um, it's most similar or its biggest competition is Instagram. So it's photo-based or short video clip base where you get to put a lot of content out there. I also think as a shliach, one of the advantages of Snapchat versus uh, things like Facebook is you have a bit more control over what you're actually going to see from other people as well. So you can be putting out a fair amount of content, but you don't need to be consuming too much of other people's content. Uh, So I think that's also an advantage. Um, so it is an app. You'll want to download it from your app store or Google Play or whatever it is and put it onto your phone. And what it allows you to do is take photos, videos, uh, and then you could dress it up with different what they call filters. So you can write things over the pictures uh, or video. You could color on it. You could add other little cartoony type pictures. But the younger crowd and kind of that 30 and below crowd is really using this as a, a main communication tool, main social media tool. Also within it is the ability to message, very similar to a text message, and people will use that as a way of communicating. So <laughs> I think just to add, if I could add one thing, Shlomo, just for someone who's listening to this who's never heard of Snapchat, I think one important part of Snapchat is that whatever you send out, it disappears after a certain amount of time. You want to just explain how that works? Sure. So more or less that's true. It's changed since it first started. It doesn't always all disappear right away, but the content is not there forever. Um, Most content will last for, if you send it as a direct message to somebody, it could last for about 10 seconds after they see it. Um, if you're putting it out in a category called my story, which is something that I would recommend you doing, it's a bigger, bigger broadcast, uh, it will stick around for about 24 hours. Um, and that will make more sense. The idea of my story, uh, in a few moments as I can, as we continue to explore what the app does. Is that 24 hours from when you send it out? It, it's not available anymore, or, or 24 hours from when the person clicks to, to watch or, um, or, or see the image? I, I believe it's 24 hours from once you create. Okay. Okay. 
Um, but on the other, I, hand, I, I actually think that, that, that I personally believe. Maybe I'm wrong, but I think that was one part of Snapchat was, was what made it very interesting, and and where people would do bold things uh, because they knew that it's not just going to be up there forever. Um, it's going to go, and then and then it's uh, and and then it's off, right? I mean, could someone copy your video and circulate it, and then send it out, um, post it on Facebook so, after that? So what they can do is they can screenshot your photo uh, on their phone or whatever it may be, uh, but you'll get notification of that. So if, if Dovi, you were to put something out on Snapchat, and I like the picture, I just think it's a fun picture or a great picture, and I screenshot it on my phone, you'll get a notification back on your phone that says Shlomo Elkan just screenshot your Snapchat. So you can you can know what's what's being saved by people. But could it just be downloaded? Like if you put out a video, could someone download that video? I don't believe so. It all stays in in the app. Mm-hmm. Okay. So so what that does, there's an advantage and a disadvantage to that. The disadvantage is you know you may work really hard on creating content and it's gone very quickly. Um, the advantage is, especially as, a, as somebody who's maybe learning the app, whatever you put out doesn't last very long. And so it gives you a learning curve to, to put some stuff out there. And if it doesn't stick or it doesn't have a big uh, audience, it's no big deal. It's gone. And you could try again tomorrow or later on that day. Uh-huh. So uh, give us a practical example. Like a shliach, you know, hears this and, and thinks to themselves, okay, it's an interesting app, but what does it have to do with me as a shliach? How can I utilize it to, in my, my shlichus? Sure. So, again, this is becoming a, or has already become a very popular app in that, that UIJP and younger crowd. Uh, they're spending a lot of time there. So just being present in that space is an advantage because it gets you in front of your audience. So that's number one. Number two, to distinguish it from Facebook, which is your other big social media outlet, and even Twitter uh, to some degree, is this is a place for real uh, storytelling, um, short little blips of storytelling. So a great way to pump up a Shabbos dinner, for example, is take a few different pictures throughout the, the day on Thursday night or Friday morning uh, of maybe mixing up the challah or setting the and and then an hour or two later even setting the Shabbos table Um, and then another one maybe right before Shabbos you're dressed in in your Shabbos clothing uh, and you snap out like can't wait to see you at at seven o'clock or whatever it is and it's it's kind of this continuously running story and people will tune into your story and they do that in two ways. Number one, when you make the image um, and you, you send it out, you can either click different names of people you want it to go to. And a new feature of Snapchat is you can actually have groups. So you can have like, you know, I think it's up to 20 people in a group. If you have like a, a certain hevra that's coming for Shabbos or, or something like that, you can, make, you can put them into a group. Um, or, or, and I should say, additionally to sending it to additional pe- uh, to individual people, you can send it out to what's called my story, and it just gets posted. And anybody that is connected to you on Snapchat, basically who's your friend on Snapchat, will be able to also see 
whatever content video or, or photo that you create. And kind of the trick of Snapchat in terms of using it is really having fun with it and in, in telling that story. So there's all these uh, little cartoon characters you can put over your image um, or put some f- fun music in the background uh, and all these types of things that get pe- help get people's attention. Secondly, um, so that's for like a small like Shabbos event, regular type of, of things. Another really interesting feature in terms of marketing for uh, Snap for your for your mycid in using Snapchat is something that they call a geo filter. So based on geography, when you take when you take a picture on Snapchat, if you swipe to the left, you're going to get options of different geo filters. So it may say if let's say you're in Crown Heights, it may say Brooklyn, New York, or Crown Heights, and there's a few different options. But as a mycid, you can make your own geofilter or have made for you by a graphic designer a geofilter. And you pay for them. They're actually quite cheap, and they can be as cheap as $5, depending on, on the duration that you want it to exist for. So you create an image, and I'll give it a perfect example for that. We're doing one for our Purim party. Um, we're we're going to be having a Purim party on our campus. So we've created a geofilter that in, includes the area of, our, uh, of the building where the, on campus, and it has our whole branding for the Purim Party theme. So anybody of our college students that takes a Snapchat picture while they're at the party will have the option to include this geofilter, which essentially says, you know, Chabad how, Chabad's Purim Party. I mean, it's more design than that, and there's images with it. And then when they put it out to Snapchat, all of their friends were getting the exposure through their Snapchat feeds as well. So it's a passive way of marketing and creating a buzz about your programs, if that makes sense. Right. No, that's really that's really neat, and it's and it's probably really neat for a student to 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 see that hey, cool, Chabad has a geo filter uh, in this spot. Um, it just uh, it's just it's just more branding for the mice, even for the those who are involved, they feel good about it. I would imagine, um, especially if it's exactly. done well. Exactly. Just to so make, one, make, it, make it very clear for first, if someone again like the word geofilter, it's basically a see-through image that gets placed over the picture, um, where you, where let's say at, at the top it could have a title, or the bottom it could have a title, or the top and bottom, or however it's done, um, where you still see the picture, but it has like this. This uh, this graphic, the see-through graphic over it. Um, exactly. That, that, is that so another, yeah. yeah, that's exactly correct. And another example of that, something we're actually going to be probably rolling out starting for in, in the next coming Shabbos. Every Friday, I'm going to be putting out snaps of us getting ready for Shabbos in terms of setting up the Shabbos table, cooking, and I've created a geo filter that says "See you on Shabbos." And every Friday, that will be part of our branding of our of our snaps on Friday, and so people will start getting used to seeing that. And if anybody is within our general area, also on Shabbos or before Shabbos, rather, and they uh, they can get that filter as well and use it. So, and right. let me just go into how you can create those filters 
I think that's an important thing. Um, number one, may, and maybe the easiest, uh, a graphic designer could do it. There's on Fiverr, which we spoke about in our last podcast, there's people for, for really just a few bucks will design for you uh, these geo filters. But the way you do it, whether yourself or otherwise, is go to Snapchat.com on an actual computer. And you'll have to you'll log in with your Snapchat ID, uh, you know, with your username and password. And then there's an, op- an option of make a geo filter. And it will give you all the dimensions that you need and then you make it in whatever program that you or your graphic designer is going to make it, and then you upload it, and then they approve it. So it has to meet certain criteria, uh, make sure it fits the right size and quality, things like that. And also you set the geographic region that you want the geofilter to be available in, as well as for what duration you want it to be available for. So if you want it to be... For a single event, you say, you know, Purim, which is this year, March 11th, I believe, Mitzvah Shabbos, I want it available from Saturday night at 8 p.m. until midnight. And, and then you draw on a map. They, they have a way for you to draw on a map the exact area where you want it to be. Um, and then the price will change based on how long you want this, the filter available for and how big of a geographic area you want it to be available for. So it's much less expensive to include just the, the property of the Chabad house versus if I wanted to cover my entire university campus, for example. Give an idea of pricing. Like, what are we talking about? If someone just wanted their Chabad so, house for one geofilter. For one geofilter for one event, like for one day for a few hours, it cost you five bucks. Um, if you want to do it for longer, um, it will cost you a few bucks more. And then also, if you want it, like I, I was looking to do one, you can. They do annual pricing. So if I just want one that says Chabad of Oberlin, um, that was going to run about five hundred bucks for an entire year. So it would be available any time meaning anytime there's an event in the Chabad house and somebody's taking a picture on Snapchat, they'll always have that option to geotag it with whatever filter we'd put on there. That's about it's interesting because on one hand it sounds astronomical, but on the other hand, if you are a campus liach and Snapchat is, 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 is one of those ways, like meaning it's almost like I, I cannot imagine of moving on Shluchas to a, a, a campus and not have um, used Facebook to reach out to students. Um, I, I just can't imagine it. Um, and then if today, you know, Snapchat is becoming that popular, it, it, it could make sense to me that you would invest that much, but it still sounds like a lot. I'm just curious how you – is that something which it, it makes sense for at some point for a mice to invest um, $500 to, to have something like that? Because it just seems like oh, it's, it's only a geotag. Right. That's going to be – for every shliach to really decide and how they're, you know, how they approach their marketing. Um, I wouldn't do it right away. Uh, it sounds exciting. Have your own geotag. I wouldn't do a, a geotag that would exist for a whole year right away because you're going to want to build an audience or make sure people are using it or things like that. Um, 
but once you have a little bit of a presence on Snapchat, uh, I think it's very much worthwhile looking into. Again, grand scheme, $500 in marketing is not so much. I mean, if you think about how much you're investing in posters and graphic design and, and everything else, and then this just exists. It's, once it, it's, it's a fee it's gonna, that you'll pay once and it'll last you for an entire year. Um, it may, it also, the other factor is are you doing a lot of your events in the Chabad house? So if you're, let's say you're a YJP shliach and you're doing certain events in, in a local bar and another event uh, in an office and another event somewhere else and then a Shab, you know, Shabbos dinner, which you're not going to want people Snapchatting, uh, at your Chabad house, I would not recommend having a filter that would last you for a whole year because right. you're going to have to have such a big geographic zone that it's going to cost you way more than $500. So there's a lot of factors to yeah that makes in. sense. But if you're but if you're a meisid where most things are happening within the four walls of your chabad house, it could be a very wise and good investment of a few hundred dollars to get you a lot of play. I mean, there's a few companies out there um, that made some geo filters and they would get you know twenty, thirty, forty thousand hits within a two-hour period from people using their geofilters. Uh, obviously, our capacity as a, a campus Chabad house is, is going to be smaller than that, but uh, it shows you the magnitude of what, what can be capable. And in that same vein, if you're a shliach, let's say you're doing, um, let's say you're a shliach in Boston and you're doing Mivtsayim at the Super Bowl parade uh, next week, just for example, and you put up a geofilter that covers that downtown area of Boston of, you know, to fill in for touchdowns or whatever, whatever it is, you know, you could get a huge amount of visibility from people that would never see you otherwise. Another question that I have is, um, would you be okay if um, Shluchim followed you on Snapchat um, just to kind of see how you're, how you're using it. Is, it, is that something which uh, you're open to? Yeah, absolutely. Any, you guys can connect with me. Um, my name is Chabad Oberlin or OB Rabbi. Either one will have will O-B-I-E Rabbi, and either one will get you to my Snap uh, account, and you can f- follow it is what it's called. And... Uh, then also I, I'll get notification and I have the option to follow you as well. And if people Does everybody see everyone else who follows you? No. You only see like, – I only see you and, and so on and so forth. Like, but you, it's not like Facebook where you can see all of my friends. Right. So if, if, you, get, if, you, if, you, get, if you get a few hundred shluchim um, rabbis following you on Snapchat, it's not like all your friends are going to see suddenly that you have a, a million mm-hmm. rabbis following you. <laughs> no, it won't. It won't affect anything on that level. But okay. one other point in terms of how that works: once I put up a picture or, or a video in Snapchat, um, and it goes to you, for example, you can respond back to me. So you can say like, "Hey, great picture, Rabbi," or "Can't wait to see you tonight for Shabbos," or so on and so forth, and vice versa. If you're looking at some of your friends or your contacts' uh, Snap pictures. Um, you don't have to do, but if you do, you can interact with them. So one nice story with that, just in terms of how I met a student on campus, it was a kid on campus I knew very, 
very casually. I don't even know how we got connected on Snapchat, to be, to be honest with you. But he started snapping pictures of himself that very clearly looked like he was in the middle of a base medrash somewhere. So I Snapchatted him back, just a, a text saying, hey, where are you? And apparently the, kid, the guy had some cousins that, lived in, that live in Lakewood. And he was spending Shabbos by his cousins and was snapping some pictures before, before Shabbos. And then after the break, we got back to campus and we ended up getting together. And now we, we have a nice relationship together. So that interacting back and forth with people uh, can really help in terms of connections and taking it from a digital platform into real life, which is what our real goal is, of course. Before I ask my last question, I would like to say that Leasing Direct is a leading auto leasing company servicing customers in New York, New Jersey, Connecticut, Pennsylvania, and Florida. When it comes to Shluchim's automobile needs, Leasing Direct goes the extra mile to work with each Shliach's individual needs and budget, making the new car buying or leasing process completely hassle-free. Call Leasing Direct today at 718-493-0600, and one of their dedicated team members will be happy to assist you. Thank you, Leasing Direct, for sponsoring this week's Shluchim podcast. Okay, beautiful. Um, any last thoughts that you would like to share with Shluchim on this topic of, uh, of Snapchat, someone who's you know, embarking on this for the first time? So what I would say is just play around with it. Um, it's, you can't really mess it up, so play around and see what comes up and how, how it works for you. Uh, and let people know that you're on Snapchat. If you have a good uh, other social media audience like Facebook or something like that, let people know, give them your username, let them know you're on Snapchat. And then the last thing in that is whatever you're putting in Snapchat, keep it special to Snapchat. So even people that are on Facebook, maybe sometimes following you, will look at your Snapchat as well. Keep the content unique um, so they're not just seeing the same thing in both places. And if people have questions, they're more than welcome to contact me directly as well. Thank you, Rabbi Elkan, for sharing with Shluchim about your Hatzlacha. Um, in regards to utilizing Snapchat for Shluchas. We really appreciate your time. Absolutely. My pleasure. Thank you. This is Dovi Shapiro, and if you're listening to the podcast and you don't receive the weekly up-to-date emails, feel free to send me an email to rabbiatjewishflagstaff.com with the word podcast in the subject line, and you'll be added to the weekly podcast. You can also sign up for an account at shluchampodcast.com to listen to all previous podcasts in the past three years, every single week, different subjects, um, 15 minutes each to make your, to be more successful in your shluchas and make it a great week.